From ABC7Chicago.com The Chicago area continues to be under an air quality alert due to smoke from Canadian wildfires filling the skies. The air quality remains in the very unhealthy category, with people encouraged to limit their time outside, even healthy individuals. The Global Air Quality Index showed Chicago's air quality as the worst in the world on Tuesday. The EPA has issued an air quality alert warning of potentially dangerous health effects. Vulnerable citizens and people with respiratory issues are advised to stay indoors. Those who have to be outside are recommended to wear masks, with an N95 mask if possible. Belarusian President Lukashenko claims to have convinced Putin not to kill mercenary boss Yevgeny Prigozhin from WashingtonPost.com.Belarusian. President Alexander Lukashenko claimed that he convinced Russian President Vladimir Putin not to kill Yevgeny Prigozhin, the chief of the Wagner Group. In a phone conversation between Lukashenko and Putin, Lukashenko urged Putin not to resort to violence, as it would lead to major bloodshed and endanger thousands of civilians and Russian forces. Lukashenko said he convinced Prigozhin to divert a column of fighters that were advancing on Moscow, and in exchange, Putin dropped insurgency charges against Prigozhin and allowed him and Wagner fighters to move to Belarus. The account given by Lukashenko cannot be independently verified, but the Kremlin confirmed his central role in the deal. Lukashenko also claimed to have received alarming reports of Prigozhin's mutiny and urged Putin to wait until he had spoken to Wagner. Prigozhin demanded to speak to Putin and to have Defence Minister Sergei Shoigu and General Valery Gerasimov handed over to him, but Lukashenko told him it would not happen. Lukashenko's detailed account of the conversations reflects his warm relationship with Putin and his complimentary view of Prigozhin, who is highly regarded in the armed forces. Report from Nighttimes.com Biden to make case for economic revival in campaign-style address President Biden will deliver a speech in Chicago on Wednesday, highlighting what he considers the economic achievements of his administration. He will argue that his policies, such as supporting key industries and investing in infrastructure, have revitalized manufacturing and led to job creation. However, critics argue that they ignore the frustrations of many Americans who are still struggling with high inflation and the rising costs of everyday necessities. Polls show that a majority of Americans believe the country is on the wrong track under Biden's leadership, and only about a third approve of his handling of the economy. Biden's advisers believe it will take time for people to feel the positive impact of his policies and for the economic effects of the pandemic to fade. In the future, Biden will have to focus on making specific promises and proposals for a second term. Report from CBSNews.com Iran memo, not among the 31 records underlying charges in Trump. Federal indictment, the Defense Department memo on Iran, discussed in an audio recording of a meeting with former President Donald Trump, is not part of the 31 counts of willful retention of national defense information charged in the indictment against Trump. The Iran memo is not listed among the 31 records in the indictment. The source familiar with the matter confirmed that Trump was not charged with unlawfully holding on to the Iran-related document. Trump can be heard in the audio acknowledging he had a sensitive record after he left office and no longer had the power to declassify it. Trump pleaded not guilty to a total of 37 counts, including conspiracy to obstruct justice. DW.com reports South Koreans become a year or two younger overnight. 
a new law in South Korea has brought an end to the traditional age counting system, causing many South Koreans to wake up a year or two younger. Under the traditional system, a person is considered one year old at birth and ages increase on January 1st. The new law now brings South Korea in line with the international age counting system. The change is expected to reduce legal disputes and confusion caused by different age calculation methods. Although the traditional system had been used in several other countries in the region, South Korea has now joined China, Japan and North Korea in adopting the international age counting system. WashingtonPost.com reports, The death toll in Kramatorsk, Ukraine, from a Russian missile strike has risen to 10, with at least 61 wounded, according to Ukraine's national police. Among the dead are three children. Belarusian President Alexander Lukashenko claimed that he prevented Russian President Vladimir Putin from taking a severe action against Yevgeny Prigozhin, the leader of the Wagner mercenary group, who allegedly led a rebellion. However, Lukashenko's account has not been verified.